Hello, hello, hello. How's it going, my friends, my listeners, all the tennis fans out there? This is Adit Modi welcoming all of you on your favorite tennis podcast channel, Tennis Talks with Modi. This is episode 23. By the way, all my listeners just making a news that this is an ad-free podcast. There won't be any ads in between. And this is a weekly podcast, so you can catch me from anywhere in the world. And it's totally free on Spotify and the Apple Podcast. The channel's name is Tennis Talks with Modi. Let's discuss this week's updates. A big update this week that ADP Finals has been finished on a very high end. And Novak Djokovic became the winner of this year, won the Masters, ADP Masters at Turin, Italy. Novak Djokovic won in the straight sets over Yannick Sinner, 6-3, 6-3. By the way, guys, he just lost to Novak, I mean, Yannick Sinner in like the league match. And after like five or six days, he won again. So this is a great example that league matches are okay, but knockout stages is really important uh, whether if it's in tennis or in any other tournament just want to mention that Novak Djokovic won an outright record for the seventh title at the EDB finals on Sunday defeating uh, Yannick Sinner 6-3-6-3 in Turin Italy the victory capped of a stunning year of a Djokovic adding to the Grand Slam titles he won the Australia French and US Open so I'm sure you guys all I mean watch like all the us open uh and even like some of the other grand slam the most important one and the one he lost was at the wimbledon against carlos alcaraz but apart from that he won at australia he won at french he also won at us opens the 36 years or djokovic now begins a record extending 400 the week at the top of the world can you believe is it even a real sounds like 400th week as world number one it's not continuous but in general it's a 400th week and roger federer is right behind he mentioned that playing sinner tonight in front of his home crowd at turin italy and the way he finished the tournament finished the season is amazing and uh, we can even confirm like 6363 victory over yannick sinner was pretty brutal uh, in the semi-finals also, like I was really excited to watch that game. Uh, 6-3, 6-2, he beat uh, Carlos Alcaraz in a straight set also. Uh, that game, Alcaraz had a few bright patches. Uh, first f- 15 minutes uh, rallies in 3-6, 2-3 game. Most of the time, only had his first serve going on for him. Djokovic was so efficient, lots of death, making him to come uh, with a sporty short selections a rematch of uh, one of the best clashes of 2023 uh, five days later uh, Djokovic came with like lots of strategy this time and I didn't see uh, that Alcaraz was like on his peak right now as we saw him at Cincinnati or at the uh, Wimbledon especially and uh, in the especially in the Carlos Alcaraz game that was again a 6-3-6-2 uh, totally straight sets and he also pulled off his head 3-2-2 uh, in his uh, head-to-head rivalry uh, with Alcaraz. I think I mentioned uh, in the last podcast that uh, Alcaraz right now not uh, in his like 
big time or like uh, like the best like how we seen him uh, give like him some time i mean uh, we should not be harsh on him like you might see lots of the news around him that uh, that was an alcarazera and now it's finished i mean i wouldn't say those words and uh, i would still believe in alcaraz that he will come back uh, stronger than ever before in next year australian open or even like some of the atp tournaments before that so he is a world class player and uh, hopefully he will be back much more stronger than before uh, my special mention and shout out to yanik sinner as like my most of the podcast listeners know that i am a big fan of yanik sinner and uh, like when i was starting this podcast in maybe episode 2 or 3 uh, i mentioned that yanik sinner might finish uh, with the like world number 4 or 5 he will finish in the top 5 and actually that happened yanik sinner finished the season with number 4 he didn't have any grand slam in his bucket because i mean the big guys medvedev djokovic alcaraz is still there but uh, he has some chance in 2024 uh, next year that he can have at least like one of the big grand slam moments uh, i'm sure he will win some of the atp titles even he will be able to win uh, for the atp 1000 coming at the turin at atp finals is like the biggest thing and especially in the uh, league match he actually defeated djokovic uh, by the i mean third match or second match it was even not sure that djokovic will play the semis or not and the way he did come back uh, gave like the answer of all like spectators media around him when he started his battle against yanik sinner and how like he overcame with uh, like very close game especially with holger rune uh, in straight set i mean in the third sets and even hurkaksh uh, it went on the third set and the way he played this tournament especially in semis and finals is like pretty amazing i would say that now he's passed more than 11000 adp points and uh, uh, finished like at number 1 as i mentioned that 400 week that's quite like unimaginable uh, we used to think that yeah uh, roger's record uh, years ago 6 uh, uh, paris uh, the adp masters i mean that will be forever and look at djokovic now i don't see like i mean any record is still there djokovic needs to break it except the 24 the margaret robbie uh that's the one i think he needs to chase it and the way he is playing right now there is no doubt about that he will win at least few of the next year he is now having seven adb finals titles and that's like sheer amazing thing uh on like different notes about uh, djokovic uh the most career titles at uh, adb finals 7 as i mentioned uh djokovic won 2008 12 13 14 15 22 23 and right behind that uh, roger federer when like last he won in 2011 he didn't win in past uh, 10 years i think he retired like uh, 2022 2021 he didn't play after that so uh, roger federer was the one who set up a record of, uh, at six uh, most career titles at adp finals and that was i mean the be- best thing and uh, like as i mentioned like in the starting that five days after failing in an epic the round robin stage at the event uh, djokovic got his revenge back and 
beating Yannick Sinner in the final of the ADB final. Especially, the crowd was totally cheering for uh, uh, Yannick Sinner because it was local game. Uh, Yannick is from Italy, and uh, the people from Italy, Turin, like, was totally behind supporting him. In the semis, also, like I heard, and some of the news about booing Djokovic and uh, many of the times I mentioned that uh, the booing and uh, those things should be strictly prohibited if you even if like you don't like uh, some of the player I mean booing uh, is like not a legitimate thing you should do while players are playing they are putting so much hard work and uh, doesn't matter if like they did like anything uh, against the crowd or not especially we always hear uh, Medvedev got booed by any crowd. Uh, US Open, it happened a few years ago. And ever since, uh, that trend was continuing. So, uh, like, normal appeal to all my listeners that don't boo any uh, female or male athletes in the live game or anywhere. Um, they reached at this stage uh, with sheer hard work and lots of efforts behind that. Lots of sacrifices. Uh, it's time to encourage them, cheer them. Uh, even if you like don't like i'm sure like that happened many many times that you support one guy and you don't support the other guy but the booing is really bad so uh, those things happened again at the paris mass uh, the turin masters but it should not happen on the other notes uh, what are the things like happened in this year about djokovic so in recent years Djokovic has completed his late career success by pronouncing his goals and expectation more explicitly than ever. Here, he's not simply here to take the things one point at a time to see how things fall. After all, he is here to win and he knows that each time he steps on the court, he is a better player than his opponent. And once again, uh, he fully actually backed up uh, his word. This season has not only season uh, we seen Djokovic piece together one of his best campaigns at the age of 36 but it is also one of the most historical significant season in general I mean at the Australian Open Djokovic equaled uh, Rafa Nadal men's grand slam uh, record of 22 major and extended his own record in Melbourne to the 10 titles uh, he has since passed Nadal with major titles 23 and 24. Djokovic has also extended countless uh, outlandish records, 40 Masters 1000 titles, 400 weeks at number 1, 8 different years as the year ending number 1 in the season, now won every major 3 times. In the coming season, many age records may begin to fall him as well. Like As I mentioned again, that uh, ATP Masters also seven times. Of all his trims, perhaps the most revealing moment of the Serbian Djokovic season come in a defeat. Djokovic's brutal instant classic Wimbledon final with Carlos Alcaraz was a rare example of him visibly uh, scumbling to the pressure and being completed outplayed in the most tense moments. Such loses can give significant mark on the out of order of the players and they are all aware that they do not have many opportunities left after such a difficult defeat djokovic seemed content he had the unwavering self-belief immediately understand that he won he had won so many things tight matches over the years so one loss 
should not weigh too heavily on him there would be more to come and as now djokovic celebrates alcaraz will undoubtedly be reflecting how tight race for the number number 1 ranking became is a procession still despite a difficult final few months as the 20 year old struggle with the mentally physically and with many many i mean if injury scare uh, this remains an incredible season for alcaraz after his uh, breakthrough this year last year the uh, spaniard was clearly struggling with his body he missed out the adp finals in last year and uh, australian open uh, it was an impressive enough that uh, he immediately found his feet after the layoff and instantly began to rack up titles even more so uh, he learned from the few setbacks and he endured so uh, that was like i mean some of the uh, my take on djokovic and uh, like alcaraz i'm sure you guys reading lots of things about oh when djokovic is getting retirement all but i don't see this happening in maybe in recent time or i don't have like any prediction on that but the way djokovic is playing right now he will keep going and so many thing i have to uh, mention like some of the things about daniel medvedev as well the resurgence of daniel medvedev was another uh, bright spark with the formal uh, number one brilliantly reestablishing himself around the top of the sport after a difficult 2022 uh in the wake of his own breakout breakout season in 2021 a side of medvedev through the continuing dominance of djokovic should lead to ample searching for much so called next gen group at the time when the gap between him and his challenging only seems to be growing and after so many defeats to him their resistance has only weakened one more player who is coming from like really bad injury none other than alexander zverev alexander zverev sasha zverev has recovered decently after last year's uh injury his presence currently underlines a different issue in the sport the atp the grand slam the sport's major governing body have failed to even publicly recognize the significant the fact that the top players was issued with a penalty order for alleged uh, domestic violence and all he likely faces a public trial in germany after contesting the order and uh, sasha zverev uh, proclaims his innocence and continue to deny the allegations and against him uh, one more shout out to one of the really good player uh, he is really harsh on him i'm sure you guys uh, saw andre rublev like hitting like really uh, hitting the racket on his knee after like one of the game and he was so brutal and uh, i mean uh very strict about himself uh, he should not be too hard on himself he got injured after that so big shout out to uh, andre rublev from my podcast that andre rublev meanwhile made uh, big enough strides to finally win his first master thousand our title in monte carlo this year and he still ended the year allowing his anger to get the better of him and he repeatedly smashes uh, his knee with his racket uh, drawing blood in disturbing scenes at adb finals uh, felix ogiolazim uh, failed to win consecutive matches for 7 months between uh, march and october as the gap between djokovic and the rest of the field continues to grow uh, next year younger players like yanik sinner holger rune of course alcaraz may 
la well leapfrogged their uh, the seniors players as they took provide the jokovic with a true challenge and uh, let's hope that i mean the gap will be between jokovic uh, and the other players will get i mean short and like the all the young players come and like give a good fight uh, to jokovic as well one of the uh, thing i learned in this year that uh, jokovic was resilient unstoppable and i can have like hours and hours of uh, podcast uh, about him like talking just about his fitness uh, mental fitness is like see, really i mean great to see and uh, it's so much fun i had in this year so uh, what would be next uh, in uh, tennis talks with modi uh, i'm not planning to like take any holidays next week uh even though i know that that was one of the reason that uh, i did like earlier podcast is uh today on monday uh, i missed out actually uh to do a podcast before uh jokovic and yanik sinner's final uh, due to some of the technical issue but uh then i thought okay let me do an early podcast so you guys can enjoy anywhere if you are on a vacation uh by the way uh to all my listeners uh in united states wishing a very happy thanksgiving and happy holidays uh to my other parts uh words listeners uh, saying hello and i hope uh, you are enjoying your month in november you're uh enjoying your days and uh since like in next week uh we won't have i mean i'm not sure when the davis cup is going to start but hopefully i will have more update on davis cup and uh who's qualify for that so one broadcast i will definitely going to do for davis cup one of the really interesting thing uh, from my listeners came that uh one of the podcasts i am planning to do how atp and wta points work only for the point system so you guys can uh know that like how the point system works so i am definitely planning to do like a special podcast on just the point system there won't be any active tournaments in atp and wta because Uh, this is a year end and uh, it will start from next year uh, so i won't be doing like any updates on the recent tournaments except davis cup but i will look forward seeing you next week next week will be the usual one on wednesday i will be back until then enjoy watching tennis to all my young listeners just try to learn uh, from your favorite tennis players put the youtube uh, get on the court and try to do like similar things and just practice and you will have so much fun tennis is a wonderful game and i hope you are enjoying that i will try my best to go through some of the basics some of the updates uh styles uh, statistics and everything until then i am adit modi uh signing off see you next week goodbye